That sounds nice for them. People spend a lot of time on YouTube, right? Yeah, well, they want to look at the YouTube Google search, whatever, because if you have um, advertising, then they're going to see that that's your profile. Well, no, it means that, you know, no matter... Staying on their site. (coughs) Between Google and YouTube, right, you have the number one and then the number two search engines. Right. So you use Google to find your YouTube search result, and then you spend all your day on YouTube. Right. Because no matter if you're fixing a phone... Or trying to learn if, you know, motorcycles are the right thing for you. The answer is always YouTube. I was about to say, it doesn't matter. Like, everything has to have a book as a result. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way. Fantastic. That's the way they're moving everything. And that's, and I said, the reason why they're making it to where they're posting videos up on Facebook, think about what YouTube's doing. They're going to create videos for you longer. Like, if it's an hour, it's going to take like 20 hours. And it's daily. So it means that they clearly can't push out the individual. You can make videos every day for an hour a lot of times. Yep. Like, they're clearly moving towards, and I was telling you about these SEO companies, and I was talking about these SEO and ESEO and all that stuff. Goodbye, blog. And they were talking, yeah, and these bloggers were talking about, you know, they had great links, and then the whole, you know, Amazon kept their affiliate program on Amazon working, so that kept people linking on that. Yeah. And so then people were freaking out, and they're like, well, they don't advertise it. And I'm like, anything that I go to type in off of this page, Google's going to start handling that kind of stuff. Like, they're going to have your next update, and that's when they're going to start looking at how much you provide as a benefit, and they're going to start paying for that. If you're not the anchor for your website, they're going to start destroying people. I mean, who's that going to be? Everyone who's making a uh, physical product, and then I was telling you, I even think that Enzo products in the future, when people start to claim that they didn't get what they wanted from Enzo products, they're going to start having legislation to limit payment and all this kind of stuff before you can launch an Enzo product. It's probably not a good do you think that's good for quality, or is it just no, going to create a bunch of crap? This is not making it better. It's sewage treatment. You cannot tell me that if I'm like, how to change the oil, if I can learn how to change the oil in 45 seconds, that's a better experience for me than 
45 minutes. Yeah. Right? I mean, to me, it sounds like, you know, basically, if you've ever worked most jobs, it's going to be on the clock, you know, just time spent on the yeah. clock, filling it out, padding your padding your time, you know, before the end of the day. That's what yeah, this sounds that's like to me. You see, like, 45 minutes of really good content that keeps you on air. And like I said, you can't have the time to produce that. A team, not an individual, who spends 45 minutes of video content a day. Attention for 45 minutes, a bot or a company, even with a company, I still think it's going to be just high tech bots because you know who got other than to do what they can. Yep, it's, it's going to get crazy. I think it's what it's doing is just opening up a massive space for someone else to make search algorithms. Yep, like you can literally make a search algorithm, and all you prioritize is people finding the results they want quicker. So if you can literally figure out how people find out what they want quickly. Well, and accurately, too, right? Yeah, quickly and accurately, but that, I mean, that's cross-sectoral. They find what yeah. they want. Like, if they go to the front page of your Facebook page and it shows them the 45-second thing you order a search, people will love that. Because we're just going to be moving away to just someone trying to use free user experience. But I don't want the how-to guide of how cars go. And I want to look at the how-to of my order. Like, that is not what the user wants. People are going to YouTube videos and pop in like 20 minutes. Well, I mean, the answer to some questions, you know, is a little more involved, but it doesn't mean that everything has to be. I don't want to, you don't know everything about how a TV is made, right? You don't want to know how a TV is made. You go, when you, when you, you like, in fact, if they can show me on how to someone else install it, like a lot of people are going to be like, yeah, yeah, go do that. Like time is the new huge thing that you can show people on. So it's like, if they can tell you, sure, they can go into more detail about why this filter is better than that filter. But, but that's, that's not what crap. that's not what Google has built their dom- you know their empire yeah, on. But I'm saying that their empire is not based on saving time, it's based on wasting your time. Right, but I'm saying is that creates another opening for a person who's like, "Hey, look, I don't want to know this detail of the type of, you know, metal used in this filter versus this filter and what the results of that and oxidation. I don't care about any of that crap. Just tell me the filter to buy. There, there's a rule of marketing, don't make me think. Making me watch a 20-minute video, I'm going to have to be doing a lot of thinking. This is the antithesis of marketing. Yep. Like, so it's like if someone can literally make a search engine and all it does is find you what you want and give you short, quick, to-the-point answers, and they can start killing Google. Yeah. Tomorrow. Like, I'm giving somebody out there an idea. You make this, you will slay the dragon that no, everybody says cannot be slayed. Because they're going to move more and more and more towards the big companies that are paying them to advertise and people stuff. And yes, you're not going to be winning. You've got to play the long game because the person isn't going to keep shoveling money to Google even when people are leaving Google. And then they're going to wake up and realize, can I do this scam? It doesn't, it doesn't flow together. Uh, they're either going to wake up and realize that, oh, nobody's on here anymore. You know, like radio, like television shows. Well, there's always a delay. People are slow yeah, to pick that kind of thing up. Slow to react. What I'm saying is, I'm sure they will. <coughs> you make a search engine, you can literally start watching TV right now, and your search engine is not on the most in-depth stuff. Your search engine is on finding answers fast for people that are short to the point and don't waste their time. That's just your motto. You're not going to waste any user time. That's going to create an incredible user experience and give them more time back to do what they want to do, 
which is not staying 30 minutes if he's watching a video to find out if one video is running or five videos. I mean, you literally now, if he's just not making videos longer, he has three, four years of introduction. I mean, it's just crazy. It is huge. Like, I just looked up the video for how to find out how to use Microsoft. Yep. But it, it's going to get crazy because then everybody's going to build out their stuff on Google. You know, and I was just thinking, like, Google is so massive. Like, you know, you can take down their algorithm. You could create them in search engines. Uh, you know, and take them down, like, it's not going to happen, but they're actually creating the openings for their competition. Well, not only that, they're they're clearly okay with uh, people stealing all their information and their algorithms because right. China's doing and that right now. Google, Google's working with China, who stole from them before, and everyone's freaking out, rightfully so, because they're maybe some legal implications that come before that, so that'll be interesting, too, so if you built an entire company and everything on, you know, going after a brand that may be sued by the government for Well, when you have the information of every single American, not to mention the government's own information. You're taking government, one government's information to make another government. You might want to get a little bit. Even if they didn't have a single piece of government information. You you know they do. You know they do. But for the sake of argument, if they didn't, and a company were to go to another nation with 300-plus million people's information, you think that might be a little bit of a problem? In terms of, you know, national security? Oh, yeah, 100%. But I'm saying, like, you know what government they're running. Like, you know where all these people live. You know how many guns are native to the population, yeah. excluding the army. You know where all the guns are in the country. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. that's a serious national security issue. Yeah. Like I said, I foresee, and here's the thing, if, you know, the crazy thing is, I don't see, I definitely don't see a true election coming. It'll be interesting to see how this plays out, because the worst case scenario for that is the government just raids them. And if they raid on, like, Facebook, Twitter, they're all going down. <laughs> like, you, you already know, like, I don't see that happening without the government having their own version of them ready to roll out as soon as they come and build the raid. Hey, and it's still called Google. Nothing changed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, I mean, for real, it's kind of a scary thing because it's like, but you are kind of playing this game where you're, you're technically no longer paying, um, you know, business to business or business to consumer or business to client. You're, like, playing this game of, like, government to government. And that's technically not a business that's open for <laughs> for private entities. For the obvious reasons, right? I mean, technically. Technically, it's not open <laughs> to, to uh, but I think because Google's just right out in front, and they may not necessarily be playing to the agenda that everyone in Washington wants right now, that that's what the play is. And it depends. I think right now they're trying to play based on other accusations even and, you know, whatever they're saying, internet companies. They're trying to appease certain powerful groups and powerful people in government to make it okay for them to do what they're about to do. Hmm. To be like, hey, we're all going to win in this moment, right? But, I don't know. The, the thing is, the red wave is happening right now and they're censoring all the people who make tons of money from these campaigns and create these contributions in the red wave out, and they may take that offensively to pull the, you know, executive branch and the uh, legislative branch, and then maybe people looking at the judicial branch as well, and act on it. I don't think it's a smart, smart game to play. It's a game they're playing. I don't think it's, it's intelligent at all. I think it's really, really dumb 
I, I think it's really arrogant. I yeah. think they've been unchecked up to this point. I mean, uh, the you know the head <coughs> that too, that too as well. But no, I mean the head of Google denied Congress's you know summons, basically right. for him to come. Like they don't care. No, but no, clearly. I think he, I think he met with them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they can just do their search on Chrome search, they will dominate the entire search engine market. It's just, that's what's going to happen. Everyone will use them first. Because yeah. people still want their time to, they, they want it to be theirs. They don't, they'll throw away their time, but they like to feel like they are in charge of their own data somehow. Like, people don't like to feel inconvenienced, and now we, because of the age of Google and Twitter and Facebook, people view free products as still supposed to be something that doesn't waste their time. It doesn't make them feel like they've been cheated. <sighs> Sorry. My allergies are rough. I don't know what I touched, but I've been rubbing my eyes on all this crap. I Let's go. I gave you the, uh, I gave you that allergy medicine. It's fine. We can go ahead. I don't know. I, I, I was just thinking about like, you know, individual bloggers and the idea of the lifestyle and just chilling and, and with their feet on leaks on Thailand. On Thailand. You know, or freaking, you know, London, Cavalry World, all this stuff. You have no employees, you know. Um, you're the only person that gets to leave your stuff alone. You gotta worry about, you know, I think that that is insane. Like, and I yeah. totally think that's just coming to an end. And people who are telling people they can keep doing it forever are either lying or they're selling themselves as consolidatives. I think that that is just totally going to be over. It's going to be the age of the authority site where it ends on your site. Yeah. That is what's going to happen. And I even think a competitor, like I said, a competitor Google site, who is trying to take down Google and, and be faster with results, I don't see them long term as a tool that uses things just not moving towards the way of the intrinsic web. Because think about it, like that's the way you hedge out spam. You know, is that this is where everybody's got to depend on the internet that we just finished. And so you automatically get rid of spam. So, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's going to fare well. You know, we've already seen it with the Trojan thing house, but I don't think it's going to fare well for any of these digital academia guys. Um, oh, well, who's the, the advertising guy that we met? It's, it's really like the guy, the guy come up sitting pretty in the end, I think, is the, or the guys who could come up sitting pretty are the companies who are not taking advantage of what's happening right now. Like, we're talking about literally three guys. If that's the company that's going to come up sitting pretty. First of all, they were the original Amazon catalogs and stuff. <laughs> okay, so there's really no excuse for why they're failing so miserably. Two, if your site, if your site, if your physical store, like, I was thinking, think about the power of a VPN environment where I'm on my phone and I'm like, hey, I want this and then I'm in the store and they're like 10 minutes away and by the time I have to go up, they've already got it. So I'm just like right behind them. There's no reason that every single retail store is not optimizing right now. There's no reason that they can't do it tomorrow. And here's the thing. With as many people as they have with man hours on the floor, people standing around. Yeah. I mean, we've both worked in environments like that. Yeah. 
Absolutely. There is so much downtime for people who work in retail. Have them go grab a box, man. But these companies aren't doing it. These companies don't realize they're paying staff, and I hope, you know, I hope that I can uh, maybe disagree with them for them. So there's going to be a point where they catch on, but they're always late with it. They're in a huge opportunity for two huge reasons. One, that instant feel. And people are going to buy Jones and Amazon. Here's the thing with Netflix. Okay, you're on your computer right now. But that computer tells you, good job, Woody. You know, because you, I don't know, you lost five pounds this week. For an example. Okay. Okay, you lost five pounds. Okay. Some guy on the street or girl on the street tells you, you know, who goes running and you see exercising or doing, they tell you, hey, man, I saw you look like you're losing weight. That's a good job. Which one makes you feel better? The person. The person. And that will always be the case. So these stores have this infinite ability over websites in that they can get a real-life person, person-to-person telling you that name a million times over a website. It always will. They'll always be the number one winner. And basically, they have data now that's showing that baristas that's 18, 19, and younger, they prefer stores. They prefer going to the store, shopping, and getting treated, you know, as special. Yeah. They really like that. So... What that's going to translate to is in the next 20 years, it's going to get this revamp of the physical store, and then probably work with technology to make the difference. And you probably won't see the supermarket that was started run by Amazon, too. I mean, if Amazon truly... They're having a lot of trouble with those. Well, I'm seeing if if Amazon (coughs) felt that the, the store, the physical retail store was dead, they would never buy Whole Foods. Yep. That wouldn't happen. So they obviously see that there's a lot of promise in that mechanically. And they're playing the long game. I think they see that there's a lot of untapped potential for it now. Yeah. You know, all these businesses that should be making a killing aren't. Yeah. Even though, you know, they've been established for 50 or 100 well, years. The they have all these supply chains down, and they're still not making money with that's it. That's the problem. They're established for 50, 100 years. They built a supply chain around people coming into a store. They've built their entire company around people coming to us. They don't even know how to drop ship anymore. They're all too good for stores. Whether well, it's the retail, whether it's studio, they don't. They, they're not. Those students are too good to come out of Ivory Tower and go talk to people on the street who would buy the product. Yeah. That's what's going on. They're all too good for that. It's not just that they're not. They're. It's not just that they're too good for sales. It's that they're too good to learn. Yeah. About all this stuff. Yeah. You know, they won't go out onto the street and talk to people and see what they want, but they also won't go out and see how to work in this new marketplace, how to make that function. They don't care. They have their model, and they're going to run with it, both you know, in terms of getting people through the door and in terms of taking care of their customer. They don't care about either. But to me, it's, it's a lack of care about revenue. I know you're saying, like, oh, yep. well, it's not. No, dude, you see the revenue part. If you care about revenue, you're like, well, forget what I know. It's not worth it now. Because if that's what you care about, it's a lack of care of revenue. They're all over there playing boss with each other. I love Joe. I don't like Joe. Joe's costing me money. And Joe's, me and Joe both think we have a job in 10 seconds. Like, it's revenue. I think when you take a company and you stop being about revenue and you start being about, it's just like a dirty Politics. word about sales is a dirty, well, I think that's what you default to. Yeah. When it, when it doesn't become about revenue anymore, you All these places, politics. well, they become, they're inherently bureaucracies. And, and so when revenue's out of the picture, that's all they are. Yeah. And so in a, in a perfect situation, like it's not, it's like, you got to know 
whether you come back on, you know, some old Billy Jean or some something small as Joe's Bob, you know, Joe's podcast. I guess it's Joe's like uh, a chain, but yeah. say Joe's whatever. And if he's been there for a little bit, he's established. He's got the travel smile. He's got a little game going. He's automated, and he's I think really any city, <laughs> any, any, I, I really don't know where Stossel went for that. I don't. Uh, I remember the people that he interviewed, but to me, it's every single city that, you know. Yeah. No, I mean they were in a position. It's it's like any other business. They're in a position to bully competition, and so they do. Yeah. You've just made yourself die more slowly. I was about to say, I think I think a partnership would be a really good idea, like a uh, feature. Yeah. No, but instead they just want to strangle him. It's so dumb. Like, think about this. Think about this. They could be an opportunity. You know these guys that started and had a food truck. They're going to turn around. They hope they make their process more efficient. And that's and they, that's it. They stop there. So they put in their early work. They stop there. Maybe check on them every couple months. And then you're just getting 30% or 20% or whatever of their revenue or your gross profit or whatever. And you don't even have to work anymore. They don't. They don't think about any of these solutions, right? You're making money. That's the whole reason you hire employees. Somebody works, you make more money than they do. If you're if you have a couple of employees working at cost, you're losing money. The fact of the matter is, they're going to the government instead, and legislating their competition away or trying. It is dumb. Because it's just like that's what they do. Instead, you could have had an empire. 
because you could have literally taken the revenue that you make monthly, Justin, and you have a food truck going because it's going all in food. You could have set up other restaurants because people are still going to want to sit in and say the restaurant is canceled. It's the same thing with, with retail stores. People are going to want to be stupid by a retail store here. So people abandoning their retail store is just absolutely stupid. But that's exactly what they did. So when we come and say abandoned, if you said you went to the store and you were looking around, come on, the street over here. I was like looking around this one. I can't find any clothes to help me. It's crazy. I used to walk in the store and someone could help me find what I want to buy. Like I'm just looking for something I can find what I'm looking for. But I need to, they should help me find things I don't even need to know. That's the way it should be when you go into the store. They should the way it should be. But all of these are the way are the way it should be. They don't care. I would too. Like they really don't. Not following a associate buying the retail store to to point someone at a crime to go. I would be like, you are fired. Man, it's crazy. No, wandering around for twenty or thirty minutes. I'm sure that if you were to, as you said, you know, fire an associate who didn't help somebody, just that morning when I went to Sears, I think you would probably have to fire ten or fifteen. For a store that large, there must have been at least ten people on staff at a given time. It's crazy. First of all, they're at all least this age where they got a price now. Don't price now. Like fuck it. This is it. Like seriously, Kroger's exists. Trader Joe's is flourishing right now. Uh, I mean, you're not gonna out Amazon, Amazon, yeah, like, and they deliver to your door. Oh, but keep in mind, didn't Sears and Kmart became one company? I think Sears bought Kmart, so they didn't learn that lesson. They did not learn that lesson. Oh my gosh! I mean, you look at well, I mean, Target, Target realized trying to compete with Walmart back in the days before Amazon was big was a was a losing prospect and pivoted away. And he's like, what are they doing? They're charging this much for stuff, and people were angry. They lost a lot of customers, but what they got was a sustainable business. These companies still standing in Jones, and they're trying to compete with with well, I mean, it's taken them, I, I guess it's taken them like 40 or 50 years, and they're still fighting the old battle. Yeah, it's like they're chasing <laughs> down an enemy that's dead. Like, they went to the graveyard to start a war. It's like, take a minute. I got you now, Walmart. And then they fired four or five slugs in the earth. Yeah, meanwhile, the city's just meanwhile, taking over. Meanwhile, I was about to It like started coming on like the first ten or fifteen minutes of the podcast. 
And then it's just it's kept it's kept building and building. It could be that there's dust on the microphone because we haven't used it in so long. Oh my god! Yeah. I don't know if anybody will notice. I mean, God knows the most successful podcasts in the world don't have any swearing, right? Or any or any drug use or alcohol, right? <laughs> no, no, I'm just talking about various most successful podcasts. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't own he doesn't own like, you know, a wine shop, right? That, that's not something they do. So no alcohol, no drugs, no swearing. Yeah, he's associated his name with that really well, though. As soon as you said it, it was like casting a spell. InfoWars Alex Jones. Yeah. Or if you're attacking them, why are you not building up your own base while you're attacking them? No, I mean, you wouldn't. Why yeah. Why would you cut off that supply? You shouldn't. Like, why would you not? They're helping you. Here's the reality. You, you will never want to admit this. Facebook, YouTube, Google made you. And they know they made you. And for basically free. And you shot at them a lot. <laughs> like a lot. Not like a little. Like a lot. Yeah. having hiccups. I don't know. I've never... I think Alexa Pure is his brand. Um, it has Alex in the name. I, I think, I think InfoWars stuff is there. It's just not promoted. Okay. Yep, it's actually up there, and that was the one selling thing. That's that's a big deal. Yeah. That's still money. Okay. Now you know people can say whatever they want. But I think Alexa Pierce is his brand because, I mean, it has Alex in the name. I'm. I just told you. It shouldn't be a surprise. Yeah, it is. It is. If I was them and I was supposed to be helping her build supply, and she still didn't know anything about Jeff Bezos, shut the living F up. Yeah. If I was a marketing person, I'd It's kind of amazing to me that they're still on there. My team, I was telling them, I was like, we've been playing this game, right, where we've been coming after people, 
moment. And we did this experiment with the four students. I was like, if I was a marketing director, I would like immediately hold these back. I would shut up the whole looping of the room and say, like, I swear to God, you guys, you cannot step off. I would tell him that. I think he'd just fire you. Yeah, yeah, sure. And then file, you know, assault charge or whatever. But I'd be like, I'm trying to help you, bro. Shut up. Do not come after people that are making money. Number one rule of business. Shut up. Like, I would just tell him that. He's not going to listen. He's, I mean, he's going to burn his own freaking business. And he's going to say it's, it's Facebook and Google's fault. And I'm like, actually, it's going to be kind of your fault because it's one thing to voice, uh, you know, to have a problem. But it's another thing. It's like, how much money do you think Google gets from college students? Versus from other countries. I really don't know. Like, percentage-wise, do you think they even get, like, less than 1% of their ads? No. So, you know, but how many other companies does he attack? So now all those people have to Most of them? Yeah. So I think he, it's it's really for him, it's him against the world. Yeah, and now we have a whole bunch of, like, 99-point-something percent of Google's customers being this guy sucks. Well, I mean, unless you look at it purely from the perspective of there's no such thing as bad publicity, all publicity is good publicity. And in that case, Alex Jones is the very best marketer in the world for you. (laughs) They're literal demons. Oh, I'm sure I will. Yeah, I mean, I know. It hasn't stopped me. I don't know. I don't know, man. Jeff Bezos looks like he's been lifting the past few years. Like, once he got to be so rich, he just decided, well, there's nothing more I can do with money. Time to build my muscles. Maybe just 20 years of lifting books. Nobody expected that. Lifting e-books. Yeah, and then 20 years later, here we go. Get your copy of uh, Atlas Shrugged. Yeah, make a bunch of those for publicity. Rip. Yeah, man. Well, not me anyway. Or dead. One of the two. Just like Lady, you had a lot to say. Yeah, she did. But, um, no, I think he's, I don't think he will listen. I don't think he'll listen. Like I said to you, um, his, his product, he's like working on something really nice with Billy Graham. And I was like, that's smart. Really needs to be working with one of uh, Nick Cannon. Like, really, that is his brand. Yep. He's the only one that makes money off of his brand is literally his face. Yeah, and it's like, um, okay, not the best idea to do, but then follow it with everybody who's been building up is like, that's. I, I don't know. It may be an example of, uh, you know, if your company's not growing anymore, then you're the bottleneck, you know? I think this is different than a bottleneck. Because a 
fire on the things that were making him money. Like he's doing a different, he's doing a different thing than like stuff going good that the company can't grow as much as it could because he's away. He's actually going through and like lighting the company on fire. Well, I mean things. I think it can be both. A bottleneck can still be lit on fire. I mean, this is, yeah, but, like, I'm trying to think of what a bottle was, like, fire. Like, something comes out of a bottle, but a fire would have destroyed the whole thing. Molotov cocktail. He's trying to start the war. There's literally a bottle with an egg. This dude is, like, he's doing something else. He's destroying the company. Like, and and no one's, like, saying he was a little shy. Maybe he's just disappointed that he wasn't killed years ago. Because he's suicidal? I don't know. With that interview with Valutainment, I I kind of got the impression that he expected to be killed. Like yeah. That. And he didn't, so he's like, oh, crap, what do I do now? Just got to piss more people off. Yeah. I don't know. I want I want him to succeed. I honestly do, you know. I want somebody. But maybe not the way he is, exactly. I, I, here's the thing. Honestly, I want someone to come to come into this place um, and take over. See, I don't want a dissenting voice to do it. But I want someone who does it in a way that actually needs to happen. And if we're honest with ourselves, that's not what we want. I do believe that there is a time where it's necessary to get people's attention because they're asleep. And people like I think there's still a lot of people asleep. No, I don't think so. I think a lot of people are aware about what's going on. I think Donald Trump being elected definitely pointed to that. I just don't like now what? It's the important stuff. Now what? I think that's the problem. It's like when we're talking about, you know, the problems happening with private companies acting kind of crazy, you know, it's like that's because private companies, like, they own, they own, like, enslaved employees and their customers. And the way that you stop this is you just pass the constitutional amendment, which says no private company has the right to take away any United States citizen's constitutional rights. Yeah, you see, I think actually that should have been implied by the fact that they're the law of the land, but it's obviously not. Yeah. Protect the people from the government. That's not a false implication. Yep. The reality of the situation is, I think the default, you know, multinationals never could, and they made the Constitution. And I'm not going to hold that against them. I think those already existed at the time, though. Like I'm if you looked at uh, they, they didn't. I'm not some of the companies in Britain. It's going to the level that it's going to now. Yeah. So the level that it's at now is pretty ostentatious, to say the least. Yeah. And, and I think they would succeed at it. And I don't think that's a, necessarily a fault of law because I think if they tried to, you know, to make legislation about I didn't say it was a flaw, the, the origin of the country, they would have suffocated it and not done anything. Yeah. So, but, I mean, that's going into, like, a lot of history. Well, that would mean that no company could take away your right to speak either. And I, when I said that. It means I you could never censor another comment on any website, no matter how small your forum is. Yeah. So, I mean, we obviously understand the same things from the past, right? Like, but you might run into a situation where you start going towards overt states. Private companies, I mean, what is that? What are the implications of that? Are we trying to bring a Trump hat into your, your establishment or uh, Bernie Sanders? Is that right? Bernie 2020? into your establishment and you don't like Bernie because he does <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think the first you don't 
it wasn't it wasn't that he wants to take everybody's stuff in you know in the whole nation. He was actually pushed on it. He said he doesn't say how much he wants to take. He doesn't say how much to take everybody's stuff. He just says what every what every guy who wants help help is. I won't get into that because that's a different that's a different thing. It's a different completely different context of what he's talking about. That right. completely different context. But what what I'm saying is okay, people that say things are kind are usually savage, like or not. Like did you ever talk to these people in the past? Like you kind of run into this weird thing, and then everybody wants to be like, "Oh, I'm sorry, you know, blah 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 blah." And it's like for real, we can't even get government to accept alcoholic solutions. You know, with their like, oh, you have a right against certain things, or oh, but TSA exists, <laughs> oh, but checkpoints or whatever. Like they're not even up, you know, they're not even following their own code of conduct. So yeah, even the government doesn't obey the constitution. Yeah, so even the government's not even standing back and being like. Hey, you know, it does say that if it wasn't explicitly, if these powers weren't explicitly given to us, it's not our, you know, domain to close these gates. So we better, you know, back off. I mean, the government currently has the right to kill anybody anywhere, right? I, I don't know about the government, actually. What do you mean by right to? Well, I guess power and authority to. Rather than Based right. Based on what? Based on... Who the fuck cares? Give a drone strike. <laughs> like, like I, I don't. I mean, when you say that, I'm like, based on what though? Well, I'll look it up. But I don't. I don't have a something to cite for you. I, I, you but I do. I do know that, that you know thousands of people have been killed by drone strikes when you know there's not been any real authorization other than the president saying strike them. Well, yeah, but I mean, what I'm saying is. But then again, we're also not officially at war, according to right. you know, the declaration of war. From Congress, Congress, so that doesn't matter. Congress has to say you know something wrong. But yeah, so like all of this is backwards. But what I'm saying is like when you say they have a right to, to me that gives an implication that like something possible has happened. Like they have the authority, and like by who? By what? By I themselves, mean, I believe. But I mean, I don't think it's a completely different topic about you know history and who they come to being the government. Mm-hmm. Well, no, just hopefully Google doesn't drone strike us. Okay, that absolutely made no sense. <laughs> I don't think that will ever happen. <laughs> That's the most ridiculous thing. They're ever. just going to drone strike this podcast. Yeah. And that that just doesn't make sense. Yep. No, I think they're going to. By the way, I think the reason why I think they're trying to make this subject crazier is not the conspiracy thing people are making it to be. I think they're 100% trying to make it sound because Google Alphabet is a company. They're actually two com- they're actually two different companies. If you Google, by the way, two different companies that are over like 13 million dollars of revenue. Okay, now go look at <coughs> Facebook. When Google Facebook acquired like market share and market size, and you see that they're actually killing music and they talk by it. Not because they're not grown, but because they're not doing streaming music. And plus, there's a huge amount of music. So what does that tell you? Google knows they're messing up Facebook, but if they don't keep growing the rate of this, not just that they're still growing, but the rate so high, their stock's going to tank and people are going to freak out. Is that because Google or Facebook is overvalued? Because in my opinion, they are. They are overvalued. You're, you're getting into more and more points here. Well, yeah, well, they're overvalued. 
No, I know, I know that your point. Google's looking for a new market. They're just looking for more money. Yeah, that's exactly what they're doing. They're doing very. Very it's also just short-sighted. No, they're thinking in the long sight. Yo, Google must have. No, they're not. I'm gonna tell you why they are. They think they're thinking that China <laughs> is the biggest grow, not the United States, the United States of the middle class. That they're gonna have tons of money from Chinese companies that they're gonna be able to invest. They're gonna get a lot of revenue from China. They're gonna get a lot of revenue from investors because of stock growing. Yeah, and then they're gonna have their algorithm stolen, and booted out of the country when they don't censor the right thing. Doesn't matter. They've been stolen from before in China. This is literally, it's it's short sighted in forward and reverse. And we've talked about this but before, and your opinion has changed since then. Think, so this is sabotage, as far as I'm concerned. Not when, not when, no, not when some of their CEOs or high level people get literally kidnapped in China because China doesn't care. And then they're held at gunpoint, and the information I, is transferred. I, I guess, but no, they can't just transfer the algorithm. Nobody, no one person at Google has the entire algorithm. They'll find a way to do it. How will they do it? When there's a gun to their head? I don't know how they'll find a way to do it. But I know they will. China's not, China's not creative. I don't think China's creative at all. Pretty on the edge with the saying there. No, I don't think China's creative. They're going to steal it. Like, they've stolen other things from the people who are going to be working in China with China. You don't think that Google knows that China backs that big evil dude? Yeah. I think they know it. But I think in being willing to work with them in this way, it's going to be stolen again. You don't think that Google has figured out how to raise money? No. It's just kind of, I disagree. Okay. Then invest in Google. That's that's fine. You can disagree. Yeah, that's fine. I think they're still going to be stolen from. Core thing is what Google's done, and not having China in their ranks is just in their way. Google is trying to be where they are the underlying technological thing of everything globally, and they don't want there to be a hole in there because that means that something can grow there that's not them, and they don't want that. So I think that's exactly why they're going to open it. They're going to close that loop. They're going to make sure that Google is everywhere. And they're going to make sure that they're like, they can't get rid of them. They're part of everything. They are literally what makes everything in the world everything. They are everywhere. They are omnipresent. And then they're going to start charging just like Warren Europe, which is just like $40 just because the, the neighbors are charged. It's $40 a piece for the app. They're going to charge everybody. Okay. I think they're going to turn around and they're going to charge for, you know, free Google code. Yeah, why not? I think they're going to make sure they are everywhere and then leave. And as and notice they did the thing with Europe after they started closing the deal with China. Okay. <laughs> so it, they're doing exactly like that's exactly what's going to happen. They're like, we've got it. Like they're like, all we didn't have was China. Now we got China. Game over. We're going to start. We're going to start stealing. Uh, you're going to do it yourself. You play games, you're going to do it yourself. I'm not. 
but that's fine. If China wants to, they can dance. <laughs> I, think I think China I will think uh, kidnap them. Yeah. I think I think there is that too. I'll agree with that. I think they and I think that's probably why they decided to come back to China. They think they figured out how they got bamboozled. They they don't think China can do it to them again. Now, here's the thing. Could China actually do it again? There's a theory and this is like total conspiracy theory that this would be interesting to play out whether and to what extent. People have theories that China is already implanted spies in Asia. Yeah. With as many of them as go into technology and engineering in American universities, it wouldn't be that hard. What, Chinese? Yeah. Like computer science? Yeah. Why do you think Americans realize that they're in the computer field and computer science? I don't know how good this answer will be. It's kind of a complicated question. But you know they go into math. They know you know they go into analytics. You know they go into engineering. Yeah. It's just a logical deduction. You know they go into math and engineering. Man, that is awful to look at. Well, this is what Google wants. I think there are fewer islanders, so yeah, yeah, quite exactly. a quite a well, bit fewer. Uh oh. That's not good. Seriously, they 
I uh, double majored in racial and women's studies. Janiqua. La Fondique. I think uh, I think the safety nets that were supposedly around the Foxconn factory would be in high demand. That's fine. But I wanted to see which exact type. It's either that or you know that. It's that or it's this. Or it's that. It's either one or this type. Come on, people. I'm just thinking. Let's be real. Anyway, 30 minutes ago, you asked if I had anything to wrap up. I think uh, I think I'm tapped out. Not on this subject. But it wouldn't surprise me if China's infiltrating companies like that. Zuckerbuck.
go back to the actual focus of the story of what happened there. Or are we done with that? I think so. Okay, this one didn't go well. Congratulations on passing the one-year day bar for the Ultimate Cornhead Weekend. One of these days. One of these days. Yep. <laughs>